podcast today wondering if you have a no touch account hmm. because this is going to blow your mind what you should be doing with your no touch account plus conditioner or shampoo which one are you <laughs> she loves it such a dad joke but first it is time for a holly and nira show intervention nira i love you but you need you? to stop <laughs> stop take a listen holly and nira virgin it is time for a Holly and Nira show intervention. Because Nira, first of all, I'm here as your friend. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. But you need to stop. You need to stop this behavior right now because you don't know what it's doing to us. How dare you? My behavior. Nira holds our coffee order ransom. Yes, she does. <laughs> How dare you? Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Oh. Oh, yeah, that was fun yesterday. This is a real problem, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. specifically for me, like because <laughs> you have never quite understood what coffee means to me. Yeah, first thing in the morning, like you need it, like you need like what is it like in your veins? I need it, yeah, asap. And Nira will say statements that I I don't even understand. Like yesterday, legit, she was like, "quote I can't drink coffee really early in the morning." I was like, <laughs> "What? What?" No, I said I can't drink it this early. Why? Because it doesn't... I have a ritual in the morning. My ritual is I have to uh, drink a bottle of hot water. Okay, I didn't know where we were going. I was excited. (laughs) I was like, yeah. Okay. And then that's on my drive to work. Yeah, yeah. And then when I get here, then I refill it and then it needs to be uh, like a, a peppermint tea. Okay. And then once that has been consumed, those two bottles of water, then I can have the coffee because the coffee is going to dehydrate. So I must overcompensate with the hydration right. before I can have the coffee. Just so you know, I do the same thing. Okay. And yet I have, I'm already one cup <laughs> in and it's 6, 12 a.m. Yours are cups. Yours are different. But um, I chug water on the way in. Then I have a tea, an herbal tea every yes, morning because yes. you're like, you've got to. Right. You're but, dehydrated. But you know, the small bottles are a lot bigger than just a yeah. cup. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm having four cups. Okay, good. So you're hydrated, girl. You're only (laughs) supposed to have eight glasses of water in the full day. But yesterday we decided we're going to treat ourselves. Yeah. Because the PSL is back at Starbucks. We caved to the pressure of the PSL. Right. So we all enjoyed like a $6 latte. It was delicious. But uh, uh, we're like, hey, let's go, Nira. Let's go get your coffee order. She's like, hold on. I'm prepping the biz. I'm like, okay, fair. I also cannot. Let's go, Nira. Let's go. I also cannot have coffee before my biz, the first biz. (laughs) I can. She's holding it ransom like, we can. Why can't we get coffee and you heat it up? You made us wait. I counted yesterday. It was 41 minutes from the time we all decided in this room, let's get coffee till the time we actually hit checkout on the Starbucks app. 41 minutes, Sierra. Okay, but there's coffee here that you could have first. Yes, and I did. You always have crap coffee first Uh anyways before you have your good coffee. So why couldn't you just have the crappy coffee coffee first Mm -hmm. and then your good coffee would taste even better? Yes, it did. It was all good. There's never enough coffee. My point is, how dare you? Because How dare you hold this ransom? Because it seems like you have a system too. I you're going to say issue. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that too. Yes. That too. 
I was thinking, so if you if you have a system as well and you can have your crappy coffee first, then you're fine because you actually technically did not wait 41 minutes for coffee. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn off the water in this building somehow. I'm going to figure out a way to turn off the water for uh-huh. 41 minutes uh-huh. and you're going to be parched as hell and you're going to understand... <laughs> How it feels sure. to not okay. have coffee. Good idea. You get on that. <laughs> <laughs> Holly and Nira. Conditioner or shampoo? Which one are you? Shampoo is better. I go on first and clean the hair. Mm. Conditioner is better. I leave the hair silky and smooth. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. Billy Madison, great movie. Uh, conditioner or shampoo, which one are you? Because I think I'm a conditioner. And also, I am obsessed with conditioner, by the way. Using mm-hmm. it physically, I'm actually obsessed with conditioner because I've got curly hair. Ironically, you have straight hair and you're really good with shampoo. I'm obsessed with shampoo. And you, whether we're talking about the physicalities of conditioner or shampoo, mm-hmm. I'm talking about using this as an adjective to describe yourself as a personality and your character development, okay? Oh, I thought you wanted to like talk about how often we go through liters of shampoo and conditioner. No, I mean, we could talk about that forever as well. Also, side note, you and I could live together based on who uses more shampoo and conditioner. Ours would eventually even out. It would totally even out. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal was talking the other day in an interview, we brought this up on the show, Shaquille O'Neal says that he has conditions. He has conditions on his children. If his children's want if his children want to claim any of his inheritance, they have to get two degrees. Okay? They have to have two degrees. Otherwise they get nothing from Papa. From Papa Shack. Okay. Oh, wow. And I realized, whoa, like yeah, I I'm good with conditions. I am a conditioner. It's because you were conditioned to think that yes. from a child. From my or I conditioned myself to be a condition. It was a combo. You your parents parented you and then you parented you and then you parented your brother as well. Yes. I could have saved you a lot of money in therapy. <laughs> Thank you. Because I think that took you years to figure out, just so you know. Yeah, I I'm a I'm I'm a condition based person. Yeah. I'm definitely a conditioner. Still. Yeah. I've I put conditions on myself constantly. Can you give me an example of a recent condition? Or like you know how I said uh I'm I was I was actually classifying it as a self-punisher like if I get a parking ticket cuz uh. I didn't pay in, on time or I missed my window of payment and then I get a parking ticket then as punishment I am not allowed to buy myself a coffee or a treat for uh, like a couple of weeks to make up for that $46. Yeah, you like do the math. You're like 46 divided by five, okay? Yes. And then you don't allow, you self-punish yourself. Yeah. And that's a condition for you. Like if I get a parking ticket, Nira, yes. you, I don't get coffee. Yeah. So I always thought, okay, I'm a self-punisher. Self-punishment, but it's also me, it's, it's a condition that I hold with myself. Why do you do that though? I don't know. I just realized I'm a conditioner. Like you are an adult making your own money, honey. I know. You know what I mean? Like, you should not put any... Con- you sh- I mean, maybe not any conditions. But yes, yes. I- that's okay to chill on the conditions. And then also, I'll take... If there's some stuff I really want to buy now because, you know, adult life, it's so hard to afford everything. Like, gas is an extra 25 bucks a tank now. It's wild. It's insane, right? So to make up for that, then I'm like, okay, so if I do some extra work on the side, if I do some side hustle, then I can buy myself, you know, the puffy jacket from Aritzia. The super puff. We all want one. But yeah. Nira, you even self-punish. You're, you're even a conditioner for when you die. We talked about this yesterday. 
you've already said you've done enough charity work <laughs> that you truly believe you're going to get to go to heaven. Uh, you, even though you've done uh, evil things, you've done enough okay, charity wait. work that you think you're going to be whoa, up, whoa, whoa, that whoa. you're going up. I've not done evil things. Right. I said I'm no saint. Right. I'm no angel. Nice. I don't do evil things, though. Uh-huh. Very different. But also, I did not say I have done and I'm going to. I said I pray to the higher entity above, right. whoever that may be, that my charity work and my volunteer work will hopefully make me highlighted to get up to the lights up there. But that is a condition for you. That I've set for myself. Yes. That I'm making with hopefully the higher being. Hopefully the higher being has that set as a condition for you, too. Like, you do enough <laughs> Charity work, honey. Come on up. I like that conditioning. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. We have someone to blame for us gaining weight. Hmm. Okay. It's not our fault. Okay. I'll take it. That's it's, it. It's our boss's fault. Like a boss. Huh. Yes. Okay. Yes. Shout out to our boss, Jasmina. Let's just call her out right now. Okay. It is our boss's fault, your boss's fault, everybody's boss's fault that they're gaining weight right now because 86% of people say they cannot work out right now. They do not have time to food prep healthy meals because they have too much work to do and not enough time to do it. Hmm. 50% of people said they only get outside for less than 10 minutes a day. Yeah. Oh my god. Are you surprised? I'm 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 shocked that it's that many people. Like how's your vitamin D level? I know. I've been saying this for a really long time that we need to have a mental health day a month and that mental health day a month could be as simple as you really taking the time for even Exercise, a walk. Yeah, well, a, yeah, like proper. I go for a hike all day. Like you don't do something that's good for your physical being, which is then going to be good for your mental being. Seventy-three percent of people who work say they would love to get a workout in every day mm-hmm. for their mental health, for their mm-hmm. physical health, but they just don't have time, and they're blaming their bosses. I would like a couple of exercise bikes set up right here on this floor. Everyone do the show on a Peloton. <laughs> while, while we're on the I Peloton, like this. we'll be doing the show? No, it'd be too huffy. Be, obviously. <laughs> we, I mean, we'd really get the people going. The bills would be like, woo! Okay, you need to stop. Well, <laughs> Don't do that it. sound again. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. The Witch Game Part 2. I told you about a game that I played with some friends over the weekend. Uh-huh. And I told you about this game yesterday and we decided we have so many more witches to do. Uh-huh. So many more witches. There's this game we played. We're sitting around. or actually we're hanging around the island in a kitchen and I was like, okay, which Jennifer, guys? Which Jennifer? Aniston versus Lopez. And then everybody has to answer. Mm-hmm. Which Jennifer Lopez versus Aniston or which Ryan Reynolds versus Gosling? And I like the Nira. You're like, no, here's the rule though for the witch game. There's no, you can't explain. No, you can't go overboard and ask too many questions. Well, is it just like a one night thing? Yeah. Or will it be a forever? I'm like, stop, just which one? Okay. And then later on, we can talk about it after the game's done, but quick, fast, let's go. Let's and go. how intense were you about this game? Because Nira is very, very, very competitive. If you don't know, she needs to win. Well, Let's just say when a few people said Aniston over Lopez, the, if looks could kill, they came out. Uh-oh. Okay. And my husband had to walk over to me and whisper and say, you're being a little intense. You should chill it out a little bit. I love it. God bless Gary, your husband. 
Okay. Okay, we thought, though, as we played the game yesterday, there were so many more witches that came up. Yeah, we went through all the Chris's. We went through the Chris's, Hemsworth versus Evans versus Pine versus Pratt, and the, you know, it goes yep. on and on. So we thought this morning we could play the witch game part two. We got our producer here, Scott. Scott could maybe ask us some witches, and Holly and I could answer. Okay, yeah, I love this. I came up with uh, a few, and I kind of have a theme here. There's, like, movies and television. Okay. Uh, okay. okay, so... Uh, guys, tell me this one, and there's there's multiple that you can pick from. It's not just one or the other, because I'm going to say, which James Bond would you like Ooh. to pick? That's a tough one. Okay, I have daddy issues, so I'm going to say Pierce Brosnan. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sean Connery. Oh, well, R.I.P. <laughs> if Sean Connery was alive, I would have picked him. Right. I'm going Pierce Brosnan. He's like old and... Woo. Be yeah. my dad and be my daddy. <laughs> There's something okay. that I do love about Pierce Brosnan. He reminds me of, like, Bollywood. There's a lot of... Really? Yeah, he's got this drama to him that's just so fascinating. But I'm He's gonna very go, classy. Too. Yeah, I'm going to go Daniel Craig, though. Yeah, I like yeah. Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig yeah, too. Yeah. I love if, the intensity that he brought. Yeah, if mm-hmm. I had to pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, from one of the most popular TV shows of the recent years, uh, from Bridgerton, the Duke of Hastings... Versus Lord Bridgerton. Oh, which Bridgerton boy? Gross. Why is this even a game? This isn't even a question. I'm going to say first Duke of Hastings. <laughs> That's why I just said this isn't even a question. There's no... Who's yeah. picking Antony? Yeah, Simon forever. But you have not seen season two of Bridgerton. No, I gave up when Reggae Jean Page was not on the show anymore. I was like, I'm out. I know, I know. But in season two, like, Antony does become a lot more lovable. He smiles no. a lot more <laughs> because he's finally smiling. He There's a cuter side of him. I can no. see why people think he's really hot. You only would pick Anthony if Reggae Jean Page was not an option. Yeah, I'm okay. going Reggae. Okay, okay, All the way. It has okay. to be the Duke of Hastings. All right. By the way, we're not playing the game right. We're talking too much. Yeah, sorry. You guys are talking too much. <laughs> yeah. Jump right to the next one. Yeah, okay. we're doing too much explaining. You're supposed to be on this. Right. I, okay. I apologize. Okay. Which Batman? Not Robert Pattinson. I'll throw it out of there. <laughs> really? Actually, he was pretty impressive, but Christian Bale. I'm going Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. Even though Michael Keaton, I love him so much, but I'm going Christian Bale. Christian Bale for sure. You, you guys too? are both taking Christian Bale? Are you sure you're not going to go George Clooney? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Do you not George remember Clooney? that George Clooney played Batman? George Clooney for sure. But wasn't he the worst Batman? Yes. Yeah, I'm but he's surprised. Still, he's still Clooney. I'm he's surprised. still Clooney. I'll you take don't him. want him. Yeah, just take him because I want Christian. Him. Oh, boy. Holly and Nira. And now... He's turning it all down, but why? Chris Rock not interested in any of it, but why? That's today's top biz story to give you the why. Oh, wow. Wow. I'll give you the wow, I feel like I should say. Yeah. Uh, Chris Rock, he still has not given us any information about how he's feeling since Will Smith's apology. Remember the apology that got posted? <laughs> but yes. Okay. And, <laughs> yes. Anyways. Uh-huh. Uh, Forced. It was okay. Forced. Okay. Stop. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're not trying to put that kind of energy out there, okay? We aren't. Energy of cancel, not cancel. I'm not saying cancel him. I'm just saying whoever wrote that <laughs> a, a apology was, no. It felt fake. Okay. I'm going to give benefit 
I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt here. Okay. okay. I'm just going to. He apologized. We are still waiting to hear back from Chris Rock about that. But yesterday I told you that the Academy came to Chris Rock and said, hey, would you like to host the Oscars next year? It's all yours if you want the hosting gig. He said no. Then he got asked to be in a Super Bowl commercial. And again, he said no. Why is he saying no to everything? Well, the Super Bowl commercial, he said no because they wanted to have Will Smith also involved. Oh, God. <laughs> He's like, yeah, no. no. Thank you. Uh, and also, word is that Chris Rock was asked for a sit-down interview with Oprah. He said no. Mm. Not interested because he's not ready to talk about his feelings. And then why no to everything else as well? Because he's currently on his comedy tour. He wanted to just enjoy his comedy tour and just give 110%. All this became a giant distraction. Once the comedy tour ends, he is taking a break from Hollywood. Hmm. He just wants some time to chill and figure things out. He deserves it. Well deserved, of course. He it would be it. annoying to be constantly asked about it too. No, oh gosh. You're like, I don't want to talk about it. Will? How could you not though, right? How could oh. you not ask yeah. the person? But you can totally understand why he does not want that to be his defining moment. There's all this drama that's surrounding the movie that's going to be released. Don't worry, darling. The one that stars Harry Styles. <laughs> where Olivia Wilde and him kind of started hooking up. Like She directed it? Yeah, she's the director of Don't or Worry Darling. Or wrote it as well? Or just directed? She's the director. Okay. From what I know, she's like the mm. boss, the director mm. of Don't Worry Darling. She's the director, yeah. Yeah. And uh, when she was, um, I guess, when she was directing, originally when the movie first started, Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be in the movie. Do you remember? And long time ago, in the biz, I told you he's no longer part of the cast. He says that he walked away. She said she fired him. Love it. Okay. <laughs> he had a combative attitude, apparently, is okay. the reasoning of why he was asked to leave. We have heard lots of stuff about Shia LaBeouf and, you know, his behavior on sets. He has come Slash from- on Granville. Remember he got into a fight on Granville Street? And the craziest things. <laughs> but there was also another side story. Uh, Florence Pugh, who is the main star of Don't Worry Darling, she actually was not uh, promoting the film at all. You know, and she's the main star. And word was that she had some beef with Olivia Wilde as a director. Because she did not appreciate how Harry Styles got special treatment on the set. Oh, wow. And if there was production delays, she blamed the fact that Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde were off together doing something or another. Who knows what? Oh, wow. So she's still pretty peed off about the fact that Harry Styles was always taking off with her. And that's where their relationship blossomed. Interesting. Because Olivia Wilde, director, Florence Pugh, the main star, Harry Styles plays her husband in uh, the movie. Uh. She's like, they should have been working on bonding and being kind of doing yeah. some method acting of who they are in the in the movie. But he was always taken off with her. I'm surprised Olivia Wilde wasn't just like, you know what? I'll be the girl. Right. And you can be my husband. And yeah. okay, let's do this. Yeah. I actually do really want to see the movie. It looks like it's like a, like a suspense thriller style movie. Well, there's so much scandal around it I now. Know, I know. And the release of Prince Harry's memoir may be delayed. Because some of the contents are a bit too spicy. They're Ooh. calling them truth bombs that are going to be on on check by the royal family. So there may be a little bit of pushback. No word yet on the exact release date because of some of this spicy information that may be coming out. Again, I've, I haven't read a book in 20 years, but yeah. this is making me want to read it. Unless it's in audio form. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Duh. I'm Nira, and that's The Biz. You can catch up on more biz stories on the iHeartRadio app. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you feel too soon pressure? Too soon pressure, like the fact that the PSL is now available. 
the pumpkin spice latte. Too soon. The fact that Costco has had Christmas decorations out for a couple of weeks now. Way too soon. And the fact that Halloween costumes are already trending and selling out online. The selling out part, too soon. By the way, Stranger Things, Top Gun, (laughs) Barbie and Ken, number one, two, and three on the Halloween costume list. What really bothers me about that is uh, you and I talked about how we should do Top Gun. As soon as I told you that Top Gun Maverick was even coming out. We were like, let's do it. We'll be goosed. No, no one's being goosed because R.I.P. No. We were like, we'll be, I'll, I'll be, you'll be Kelly McGillis. <laughs> no, you were going to be Kelly McGillis. I was going to be Maverick. <laughs> I was going to be the girl? Yes. First time ever. Okay, yes. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, Nira is panicking <laughs> because of too soon pressure. She can't handle it. It's beginning too to soon. look a lot like Christmas. No, I can't. What, what's happening? Capitalism has completely taken over. Wow, here we go. Wait, get her a little soapbox. Get her the soapbox. Society, we have now been brainwashed to not be present. All we hear about over and over again is, guys, try and be present, try and be present. Mm -hmm. But when you're pushing Christmas on me at the end of August, how am I supposed to enjoy the last few weeks of summer? How am I supposed to even think about, hey, Labor Day long weekend? How am I even supposed to now think about Thanksgiving? Ooh, what about Halloween? We don't think about things in the moment anymore. You're forcing, like you're shoving Christmas down my throat at the end of August. You're giving me Christmas anxiety right now. Why? I'm confused by you people. Okay, you people, careful. Being organized (laughs) parents. Uh Uh-huh. I'm confused by you because you like to be organized. You like to be ready, prepared. You like to get the hot toy for Christmas before it sells out. But then when I bring up like, hey, Nira, there's this many days till Christmas, you hit the roof. Yes. My organization is my own choice when I want to be organized. For example, Lord. you'll maybe say something and then I'll make a little note in my folder in my phone yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, Holly really wants this like, I don't know, this green Christmas sweater. Okay. Dyson hair wrap. <laughs> okay, that is not Add happening to the list. Me. But let's just say. And then if I happen to be out and about and I see the most epic, like, ugly Christmas sweater and it's green and a Christmas tree on, I'm like, I would think of you. Right. I would know to buy it. I don't want it shoved down my throat. Hmm. Right now. You don't think... It's getting earlier and earlier yeah. every year. Halloween deserves some attention, too. Right. Why are we jumping so ahead with Christmas? I cannot be the only one that feels that all this Christmas pressure is too soon. Yeah, the too soon pressure. Right? But- it's When do you start... Do, when you see Christmas stuff at the store right now, yeah. go, what does it make you feel? Do you get all warm and fuzzy inside? I, I don't, I just, I honestly look at it and look away. Like, I don't, it doesn't affect me the way it affects you. Like, I'm just like, oh, there's an advent calendar. That doesn't bother move on. you. If I'm at Costco, move on. It's the end of August. You don't start going to panic mode going, if I don't buy this right now, I'm not going to get an advent calendar for my children. No, I'm like, where's the hummus? Like, honestly, God, that's the level I stop at. I do love hummus. Hummus <laughs> pressure is great. Yeah. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. What kind of man makes the best husband? According to research, a divorced man makes the best husband. Tell us more about this research. Well, it's about men. 
Okay, yes, I am a woman and I am divorced, but this is about men. Yeah, tell a us. A man who's been divorced makes a better husband the second time around, and they think it's because men need a practice marriage, a practice long-term relationship to figure themselves out and to figure out what their partner needs and wants and what's involved. Mm. So they really need a proper screw-up. That's correct. To learn what what they messed up in. Yes. I had a girlfriend, uh, her and her husband got divorced, okay? And she said that she told him a gazillion times, like a gazillion times, like if we, if you can't do this, this, this in our relationship, blah, 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 I am leaving, okay? I am leaving. Then finally, she hit, she hit the end. She's like, I cannot take this anymore. And she left. And he actually said, but I don't understand why she left. <laughs> and then once he was alone, once he figured out that she really, really had left and they got divorced, then he had his aha moment and went, oh, it was that, 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 and that. Mm-hmm. But it actually took her leaving him and getting divorced for him to realize the mistakes he made, even though she told him. Oh, that's very common. She told him over and over and over again, these are the problems. How are we going to fix them? Otherwise, I'm gone. Men don't, it doesn't hit men and women at the same time. Yes, women emotionally divorce sooner than men and men apparently it hits them more once the relationship is actually over. Yeah, like women start to grieve when the relationship starts to fail, like in it, in the moment. Yes, And men, honest to God, are like, doy, right till the woman is like packing her stuff and leaving and then they're like, wait. Wait, what happened? You didn't, I had no idea. It's like, really? For five years we've been arguing about the same stuff. Okay. Well, Well, we do have a man here. Uh, producer Scott, uh, you are a man. Yes. And uh, how how do you want to answer this? Because you have never been divorced, have no, you? No, but there is like sort of amongst guys, there is this saying of like, oh, you're still on your first wife. You know, like I, what? I, I, yes. I told you, yeah, Nira. yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it said that way. No, you know, when it's like I'm like, oh, this is how I'm, you know, sort of planning my future, planning this. And older guys have said, you're still, you, you don't know, you're still on your first wife, <laughs> as if to assume that like I'll eventually realize that there's a better option out there for me. And I like, no, that I, you're I, not doing it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're, you'll learn. You're still young. You're gonna figure out that you're not really happy, and you could be happier. Blah blah, whatever. Uh, I don't like it. I found it kind of insulting, but I have heard that idea, you know, that uh, you're like you basically it's the idea that like, yeah, this is your screw up, your test, your trial marriage, and then you get a second one or a third or however many you need to figure it out. Okay, Holly, you're on your second marriage. Mm -hmm. So you are a divorced woman. I am. This research, do you feel it applies to you even though you're a different sex? Do you feel any of the pressure of what this research showcases about relationships in general then i don't even think it's i don't think it's pressure it's kind of like this better work my second marriage yeah totally i think this statement is not just for men i think divorced women might make better wives too yeah that's what i mean like you got to take this on and be like look you're like yeah not that you're screwed up the first time i was but like but what i mean is you've learned Right? I have done so much therapy since yes. getting married, divorced, and figuring myself out. I've done the work on me, and therefore I was like, okay, now I feel like I know who I am so I can be a, an actual good partner for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And which sucks for the person that you were married to the first time. You're like, sorry, mm-hmm. you got the most terrible version of myself. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know, the only thing that freaks me out about this study for people who are married, to people who are just divorced. Once you get divorced, I'm only speaking for myself, once you are married, divorced, you get through all the terribleness and you come out the other side okay, you're kind of like, okay, I did it once. 
So could I do it again? I know. That's what I wonder. Like, how do you make that decision? I, I know a few people that have been divorced and don't ever want to get married again because they don't yeah. ever want to get divorced again. Totally. So they'd rather just be together, hopefully forever with another person, but they yeah. do not want to get married because they're so scared of saying they've been divorced twice. Yeah. So that fear isn't good in a relationship either. I think that's scary. And then and then there's people like you, Nara, who have been married for like, honestly, almost 20 years, right? Yeah. Like you were like 12 when you got married or something twisted. <laughs> I don't think that's actually allowed. <laughs> right. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are of age, but you yeah. are really young and you guys have been together forever and you're doing well. So then I don't want this kind of study to make you be like, what, should I be on my second marriage? Your studies mean nothing to me. Just an FYI. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Holly and Nira. It's time to play Holly and Nira's Shop Till You Drop with Shoppers Drug Mart. We're obsessed with Shoppers Drug Mart. $500 to shop till you drop. Play a little game with us. We're going to give you two sale items from this week's flyer. You need to tell us which one has the greater dollar drop because everything's on sale. Everything. Every <laughs> flipping thing. Okay. Uh, what, are, what we're going to give you, everything's on sale. You got to tell us which one has the bigger dollar drop. Two out of three and you win. Shoppers Drug Mart celebrating their 60th anniversary right now. $500 gift card up for grabs. Let's say good morning to Linda in Langley playing with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. Good morning, Linda. Here is number one. Okay, our first set of items. Pantene Stronghold Hairspray. On sale for $3.99. Versus Claritin Allergy Medicine. On sale for $17.99. Which one has the bigger dollar drop, Linda? The Pantene hairspray or the Claritin allergy meds? It has to be the Claritin. It has to be, girl. Yay. There's one. You got it. One more, and you are getting this $500 gift card to Shopper's Drug Mart. Okay, Linda? Okay. Okay, what has the bigger dollar drop here? On sale this week, Crest 3D white strips at Shopper's on sale $24.99. Dang, Ooh, that's a good deal. That's a really good deal. Or a Vino Restore Skin Cleanser on sale for $8.99. Which one has mm. the bigger dollar drop? The Crest 3D white strips or the Avino Restore Skin Cleanser? Oh, it's, I'm going to guess the Crest. She's Girl. good. You got it. You, you shop till you dropped. You just got yourself a $500 gift card to go spend at Shoppers Drug Run. I mean, how obsessed are you with Shoppers? Oh, I love, love my Shoppers. I right? stop asking. And the points. The optimal points. I mean, don't even get me started. Next level. Congratulations, Linda. We're going to play again tomorrow morning at 8.50. Listen to Holly and Nira's Shop Till You Drop tomorrow morning for another chance to win a $500 Shoppers Drug Mart gift card. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you have a no-touch account? A no-touch account. As in an account with money that you never touch. Money. All I really want to see is the money. Mm-hmm. I don't really need to be any done. Money that gets put away for that rainy day in case something was to happen. Do you actually have a no-touch account? No. No, right? Because majority of people live paycheck to paycheck. I have something in my wallet that I've had since high school. I don't know who taught me. Some One of my friends. An emergency 20. Okay. That is my that's my no touch account. Okay. I always have an emergency twenty dollar bill, cash. Always. In my wallet just in case. I don't I mean an inflation and it's not gonna get me anywhere yeah. now. Yeah. But for some reason, just in case. Yeah. I got an emergency twenty. Have you ever had to use the emergency twenty? Yeah. 
Oh, you it's have. It's more for like a drink at the bar. So okay. I wouldn't, it wasn't really an emergency, but oh. it's been, it's convenient. And then if I do use my emergency 20, I replace. All right. Well, <laughs> new research has been showed that before, I think in an account, you needed about $400 for emergency money. Okay. And now the new research is the real target should be $1,400 for emergency. <sighs> now my emergency money is my line of credit. Oh boy, that doesn't sound healthy. <laughs> it's not. I'm just saying. But when you're paycheck to paycheck, because yeah. you're adulting, you're paying everything, I can't look at an account and see $1,400 sitting there and not think, well, I should put that on my line of credit because then it's less interest that I'm paying on my line of credit if I put it in my line of credit. So if I do need it, I can take it from my line of credit is how I look at it. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I if, don't have a line of credit, but I think we have to get one because we really need money. <laughs> like, I'm waiting for like a rich uncle to pop out of the woodwork, but it's okay. not happening. Okay, so see, I'm going to guess then that you obviously, when you say that, you don't have a no-touch account. No, I have no. I don't have a no-touch account. And isn't the old school saying, and it got brought up in the episode of Friends with Monica and her dad when Monica lost her job, uh, that you're supposed to put away, is it like 5% of every paycheck? <laughs> it, can do that? You're supposed to put away 5% percent of every single paycheck into a no-touch account as an emergency fund so that if something was to happen one day, you'd be okay for like two weeks to a month. Okay, I'm not trying to stress you out even more, Nero, but is this $1,400 that we're supposed to have in a no-touch account per person of the family? Yeah. Because you have three kids <laughs> I don't and a husband and a dog. I know. I'm trying to tell you that. And I just found out my dog has a chicken allergy. I thought you were going to say you were pregnant. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, you're screwed. Holly and Mira.